We all want more freedom, and a lot of us work hard now in the hope we'll feel free later. What if there was another way? A way to feel happier, more free, and confident to get better results right now. Welcome to Your Freedom Unlimited, where we share practical stories and strategies to help you show up authentically, drop your fears, and take inspired action on what matters most to you. I'm your host, Jen Ramsey. As a coach with a love for metaphysics, science, spirituality, and strategies that get results, I'll help you step away from self-doubt and create a powerful new story for your life, business, or career. Join me. Overwhelm. It's a feeling that we can all experience from time to time, but not one that I've ever heard anyone say that they loved. The other thing with overwhelm is that it can be extremely insidious. It can sneak up on us and we can feel the effects of it before we even know it. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited with me, Jen Ramsey. This week, a client asked me, how do you keep your vibe high when you're feeling overwhelmed? She said while she knew it was important to feel good, she often feels overwhelmed when thinking about future goals and the many things on her to-do list that need to get done today. I thought it was such a great question that I wanted to devote this entire podcast episode to it. So the Cambridge Dictionary defines overwhelm as this, to defeat someone or something by using a lot of force. And I have to say, when I read that definition, it really rang true with me. To feel extremely overwhelmed is to feel quite defeated and overcome by quite heavy emotions. But the other thing that I've noticed is that there are also times when our overwhelm seems to be just under the surface. Not that obvious, but certainly we might be feeling overwhelmed enough to not be feeling as good as we would really like to feel, where our frequency and vibration is not at that really high level that I speak about on this podcast. So why is it so important to keep our vibe high? Well, when our vibe is high, we feel good. And then when we're feeling good, we can bring so much more into our lives. We're, we're really in that flow state. And when we're in flow, we can create amazing things, receive amazing inspirations, and we can feel a lot more love. So today I just wanted to share with you a few tips that I've learnt about dealing with overwhelm when it's extreme and also when it's lurking under the surface, when it's just there, just sort of impacting how I'm feeling overall. So the things that I'm sharing with you today are things that I practice and use on a daily basis. They're all things that I know work really, really well in this space. So my first tip is this, is to recognise that overwhelm is simply another natural human emotion. And what that means is, is that it's going to be like any other emotion on that whole spectrum of emotions that we experience. We're going to experience it. And the second most important thing to remember with any emotion is that it can be managed. So the trick is to be aware enough of how we're feeling and when we're feeling overwhelmed so we can manage it even more effectively. The other thing, as I said earlier, is that I think we can really experience overwhelm on a scale. You know, if one being 
slightly overwhelmed to two being completely overwhelmed. At level of one, we can go, you know, we can feel a bit overwhelmed if we might feel that there's a few too many things on our to-do list. But then we can whiz up to the other end of that scale when we're feeling completely overwhelmed by a task or a situation that we might be experiencing. So what this means is, is that it's really vital to be self-aware so and aware of our feelings so that we can, in any given moment, we can sort of understand what our feelings are. So here I'm talking about checking in with your feelings rather than being on sort of a, a, an unconscious autopilot. And the idea here is that we can be self-aware enough to know that we can deal with overwhelm when it's at that minor end of the spectrum that I just mentioned. So tip number two is related to tip number one. So what we do here is we accept the overwhelm feeling rather than trying to push it away. Because remember, what we resist persists. And I have to say, accepting an emotion and allowing it to be there has been one of the things that's really made all of the difference for me. Once we just say to ourselves, we just let the emotion be there and we say, you know, with overwhelm, for example, we say, hello, overwhelm, here you are again. And it's okay. When we accept that emotion in, we can start to reduce the, the resistance in our energetic field and those anxious feelings that we're feeling, they, they actually start to settle down. And that's because we're listening to ourselves and our inner self rather than ignoring ourselves. And this is what's so important. We don't want to be ignoring what's going on. So linked to that, tip number two is tip number three. Listen to what your overwhelm has to say and write down what it's telling you. So what I'm, what I'm saying here is once you've said hello to that overwhelm, it's a great idea just to take a nice calm breath, calm yourself down, bring your body into a calm state of awareness, just a, through, a couple of really nice little calming breaths in and out, and then listen to what your overwhelm has to say. And the key here that I, I've found is that it's really important to actually write down the thoughts that are in your mind, the thoughts that that overwhelm is creating in your brain. So I'm talking here about a real stream of consciousness brain dump. Just write down anything and everything that's bothering you right now. And I know when I've done these lists for myself, the strangest things have come up. Things like I haven't got the washing done or I haven't run that errand that didn't seem that important, but somehow it was bubbling around in my subconscious as something that was quite important. So why does writing your thoughts down work? Why is it very helpful? Well, it works at a couple of levels. From a neuroscience perspective, what we're doing when we're writing our thoughts down is we're starting to calm down that, that fight or flight response that's occurring in our body when we feel overwhelmed. By writing things down, we're distracting our mind and by putting pen to paper, we're telling the body that there is no need to run anywhere. So we're reducing our stress hormones and we're allowing a real sense of calm to re-enter our body. And when we're feeling calm, then everything gets much more back into that flow, flow state. Because when the body is calmer, then our executive function, our, the prefrontal cortex of our brain, is able to turn back on. It can't be turned on when we're in that real fight or flight or freeze mode. So when it turns back on, we're actually able to start to sort out that brain dump we've just done into a more organized list. What I also find here is that I often can see the truth is what, of what is going on and I can start to see quite clearly what my priorities are. So in this step, we've cleared out those anxious, jittery feelings of overwhelm that we might have been having and we've allowed logic, 
clear, calm logic to re-enter the room. And this has always helped me when I've been feeling extremely overwhelmed. It's helped me calm down my anxiety and it's helped me move into that emotional space or frequency where I can see what's really going on and most importantly, I can start to take action. Because often when we're feeling overwhelmed, we can actually be in that freeze response where we feel that we can't do anything and that's really not a great place to be. My next tip is to have a morning routine. Now, we've gone from sort of dealing with overwhelm in the moment to now how are we managing our overall day? Well, why is that? Well, what I've found is, is that when I'm coaching, I find that overwhelm can happen very quickly for people who don't have a regular routine that they work with. If they're dealing with lots of different things every day and and sort of shooting from the hip in terms of their activities without a clear plan, it can feel very, very overwhelming very, very quickly. So the best thing that we can do is to put in place some daily regular routines that work for us. And again, this routine is entirely up to you. I'm a, I'm a really big believer in having a very, very powerful morning routine. And I share with my clients a set of particular practices that I have found make all the difference to my day and who that really help me keep that vibe high, regardless of what is going on in my outside world. The key here, though, is for you to do whatever works for you in this space, but I have, I do know that you need to put in place a routine where you have some quiet, peaceful time every day. This allows our mind and our body to connect back with our source selves and our inner selves, and it also helps our body to reset and replenish. So why is routine so important? And I know some people have said to me, well, I find routine really boring and I hate routine. But the bottom line is, we as human beings, we do love routine because routine helps us step into a place of calmness because we know what's coming next. So just as we know that the sun is going to come up and go down every day and we can trust that, it's likewise with us with a routine. When we put a regular routine in place, we can start to trust ourselves. And then when we're trusting ourselves, we actually become naturally calmer and are far less likely to have feelings or thoughts of overwhelm. The other part of this is that our physical bodies really do need some rest and reset every day aside from when we sleep. Sleeping, and particularly for those of us who perhaps don't sleep as well as we would like, this means a reset or a little quiet moment during the day is even more important because we might not be getting what we need during our evening sleeping time. Now, I, you know, I'm a big believer in sleep and always focused on getting more of it in my life. But what we do know is that is that a lack of sleep and rest is more damaging physiologically than anything else. According to some Harvard research, a lack of sleep can lead to a host of health problems, including obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular, cardiovascular disease, and even mortality. I think the other thing that I know to be true is that also lack of sleep can really impact our mental health and our overall outlook on the day. So that's why I think in our very busy daily lives, where we may not be getting all of the sleep that we need at night, it's really vital to build in some quiet time during the day. This doesn't need to be hours. It could just be 10 or 15 minutes, but it's this rest and replenishment that our bodies really, really need. So for me, my morning routine, which is when I, the reason I, a morning routine I think is important is because um, if we let the day get away on us, then other things and other priorities can start competing. So if we, if we do things in the morning for ourselves, then that means that we've got them done for the day. So for me, 
My morning routine is focused around meditation, a specific set of journaling exercises that I mentioned earlier, yoga, and also walking my dog, Lucy. What I find is that these are the four things that really help me get my day off to a great start and help give give me that that play, that sense of calmness and also trust in myself and the fact that I've looked after myself for a little while in the morning, it means that I'm available to do anything that comes my way during the day. And what I have noticed is, is that if my morning routine drops out for whatever reason, I can start to feel not so good. And what I've noticed is, is that it's like I've cut the foundations of my house from underneath me. That's how important I find my daily grounding morning routine is. So my next tip is, is to ask you, do you really need to do everything that you've committed to in your life and in your calendar? If you're feeling consistently overwhelmed, then maybe it's time to really assess how you're spending your time. What is it that you're doing and are you trying to do too much in your life? And this is something that I've had to really come to terms with. I'm, I get a bit excited about things and I love to try different things and love to, you know, my entrepreneurial spirit means that I want to try a whole lot of different things. But I've had to realize that there are only 24 hours in any given day. So I've had to ask myself some of the questions that I'm about to ask you. Are there some things that you could let go of that would free you up and help you feel calmer? And do you need to do all of the things that you've committed yourself to do? Are you doing some things out of habit? and Or are you doing some things because others might have expected them of you? And are you doing some things because others have enrolled you in some way, in some drama in their life? And I've just noticed this recently where, you know, unwittingly, I got enrolled in someone else's drama and it was really taking a lot out of me. So it's really important to be very aware of how you're spending your time. And remember, time is our most precious resource. We can make money any old tick of the clock, but we, all of us only get 24 hours in one day and we get a certain length of life to live. So we, it's really important to look at how we're using our time and are we using it wisely, particularly if we're feeling overwhelmed you know, quite a bit and quite consistently. This is a really important you know, question I want to ask you here. My next tip is my final tip, and that's really is to remember that we really only have the now moment. This is a really, really important, important thing I want to share with you. And it's important and it's borne out by the quantum physics of it all and also from a spiritual perspective. Both quantum physics and from the spiritual yogic perspective, we're told that now is all there is. Time as we know it is made up of a series of now moments. We can't go back. I can't go back and change the moment that I had before I started recording this podcast, nor can I go ahead and influence the moment that happens after this podcast. I can really only be with you here in the now moment, just as you can only be with me here in the now moment. So what can happen is we can become very overwhelmed if we're thinking about things in the past or we're thinking about things in the future. And typically I find it's about when we're thinking about things that we haven't done or we should have done or things that we should have said or didn't say or things that we feel we should do or need to do in the future. This is all future pacing and what I also call rear vision anxiety and it does not support us at all. So what I've found is, is that when I remember that there is only the now and when 
I know that I'm focusing on feeling good in the now, I know that I am automatically aligning myself with the best possible future for myself. Why is that? Because when I'm feeling good, when I'm feeling as high vibration as I can in this minute, I'm much more likely to get great ideas and inspirations, meet the right people, have the right conversations that are actually going to help me achieve my dreams and goals. You know, if you if you think of law of attraction and all of those manifestation techniques, this is where it's at. It's really about keeping your vibration, you know, as high as you possibly can. What I've also noticed, though, is that if I'm feeling overwhelmed in the now, then I'm more likely to feel overwhelmed in the future and I won't get things done. I'll somehow be stuck in that freeze mentality and not be able to take any action forward. And I know at times in my life, particularly when I was really experiencing very severe anxiety a number of years ago, I wasn't getting things done and I was just trying to get smaller and smaller as a way of keeping safe. So if you are someone who worries about achieving your future goals, I would really like you to please listen right now. Our task is really to focus on feeling as good as we can in the now moment, to really get into that flow state, to focus on love, because when we are feeling good in this now moment, we're going to create more good feelings in the now moment in the future. But if we are feeling anxious or uptight or overwhelmed, then we're living in a very fear-based response to life. As I've said before in this podcast many times, and if you're listening for the first time today, I do draw upon quantum physics. And what quantum physics tells us is that the observer affects the observed. So what you are thinking and feeling at any given moment is going to impact that moment and the moment after that, unless we're aware enough and conscious enough to choose a different perspective. So I guess the key here is to recognize that all we have is the now moment and we need to do the very best we can to keep our vibration high in this now moment. But if you're listening right now and perhaps you are feeling overwhelmed or haven't been feeling as good, maybe you're feeling, maybe the question that I'm asking you to feel good in the now moment might feel like too much of a stretch. And I hear you. I had a very difficult day yesterday where feeling good in the now moment wasn't so easy for me. So what we do when we're not feeling so great, um, the next best thing that we can do is we can move to a feeling of neutrality. So what do I mean with neutrality and why neutrality? Because feeling neutral is certainly better than feeling fearful or anxious or uptight or overwhelmed. I've certainly learned that over the years. And the good thing about feeling neutral is that it's not such a great stretch from feeling, you know, if, if you're feeling not good and then I ask you to, you know, feel good and sing a happy dance, you'd probably say, Jen, that's not possible and that's a ridiculous request. But you could be in a, in a position to say, well, maybe I could just inch a little closer to feeling neutral. The other thing about uh, feeling neutral is that, and this is, you know, from, again, from a quantum physics perspective, when you're in the neutral zone, you are at what's called the zero point of creation, where all things are possible. In quantum physics, this is called the superposition of all potentiality in the quantum field. So that's what neutra neutrality really is. It's when we get to this point in the moment when we're feeling completely ne neutral, that we can then, you know, then really move to a different space. So how do we move to neutrality? It might be easy for me to say that to you, but I want to share with you practically how can we move to neutrality? Well, the best thing that we can do is we can take a breath in and think of something that we feel grateful for. So right now, wherever you are, provided you're not driving, perhaps you'd just like to take a little pause with me. 
and just take a really lovely deep breath in all the way down, all the way down through your nose, chest, lungs, right into the depths of your tummy. And then breathing all the way out very slowly, just allowing that breath to make its way back out of your, your system. So just take a couple of lovely, long, extended breaths in and out now. And when you're in this karma space, this is when we go to a place of starting to feel gratitude for something. And the beauty of this is that when we're starting to feel gratitude for something, other feelings can't come into that space. So what I'd like to ask you to do, just take this breath in and just as you're breathing in and out, just think to yourself what you could feel grateful for. This doesn't have to be any great big thing. It could just be the air you're breathing, a glass of water, or maybe even the seat that you're sitting on right now. These are very simple things to be grateful for that, that are available to us to be grateful for in any moment. So the idea of moving to neutrality is to find something easy to feel grateful for and help raise your vibration. So once you're feeling grateful, you can move into neutrality. And what you'll find is, after a little while of feeling neutral, you'll then be open to receiving new and creative ideas and inspiration, or you'll get an idea to deal with whatever it is that's overwhelming you. And I did this just yesterday. I was feeling overwhelmed about a situation, and I thought, I'm just going to take Lucy for a walk. That'll help calm me down. And as I was walking and, and just enjoying her, enjoying her walk, then an inspired idea came to me, and that really helped solve the situation that I was experiencing. So it's as, it's as simple, as simple as that. So what I'd like to say to you now is that as ever on Your Freedom Unlimited, it's over to you. That's a wrap on these simple tips that I wanted to share with you to help you reduce overwhelm and live a happier, more purpose-driven life. So if you find these useful, please practice them every day and please share them with a friend, a family member or a colleague that you think might find them value. Also, I'd love to hear your views, so please share them with me, maybe write a, a review to this podcast or email me at hello at jenramsey.com to share with me how you found this podcast. The other thing that I talked about again today was the benefits of meditation, and this is a really great practice that you can put into place in your life to really help you become more aware of your feelings. When we meditate, we become more self-aware and we become a lot calmer. But if you've been worried about meditating or not sure how to do it, you can get my How to Meditate for Beginners Guide absolutely free by visiting jenramsey.com forward slash begin. And this is a really simple, super, super simple guide to help you start a very beautiful daily meditation practice. I really encourage you to get access to it. It's completely free and it will share with you the steps of how to meditate. I also deal with how to deal with some of the common roadblocks to meditation. You know, people have shared with me, how do I deal with meditation when I want to move all the time? How long does it take? What are the benefits of it? So I share all of this with you in my How to Meditate for, Beginner guide, for, for Beginners Guide. And I also give you two free guided meditations that you can start to use right away. So it's completely free and easy for you to get at jenramsey.com forward slash begin. So that is a wrap on the podcast for this week. I just want to say, until we meet again, I'm wanting to send you lots of love and, and take very great care. And I look forward to talking with you very soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, 
Subscribe, rate, and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening.